swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Tramere Rovers, who's double dip, led to their world caving in, could be getting back to where they were in double quick time. Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back to This Is Tramia's instant post-match reaction podcast at This Is Tramia on Twitter. Uh, my name's Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, joined by uh, Paul Big Mouth Harper himself, at Paul Harper 82 on Twitter. How are we, Paul? I'm very good. Merry Christmas, everyone. Yes, Merry Christmas, everyone. Sadly, Jake here was still incarcerated and unable to get a phone smuggled in um, by how, whatever means people used to smuggle phones in. I think we can all read between the lines and, you know, how... Jake's got his phones in in the past. Um, but let's let's talk about shoving things up people's arses to get in prison. Let's talk about <laughs> Trammy Rovers' um, emphatic victory away at Bolton Wanderers today. 3-0 win. Peter Clark, Kieran Morris, and apparently from James Vaughan gave us... Like, it was a great win, Paul. More importantly, I'd have to say, it was a, a huge performance from front to back, from 1 yeah. to 11, I thought, to a man. Every single person did the job today. There was a couple of people I want to single out for praise, and that is two people who've been bombed out. One of them is the same as the one I'm thinking of. There's two people, Paul, um, Young Jack Young. Yeah, where has he been, by the way? It's ridiculous. That's a question I want to ask. This It was like he put in a great, lively performance. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Um, for whatever reason, I can't remember if I was busy or I was at another game or whatever. Pissed off. Um, yeah, quite possibly. Um, but um, so I've not seen him play, but he was he was brilliant. It was exactly um, poor. He's, he's, he's not he's not even featured on the bench, has he, for the last no. few weeks? When we wow. were down to ten against Newport, and he looked a right good little player, like just a real tidy. I I summed him up at the time as yeah, yeah. he looked like a much younger like David Perkins. Perkins. Yeah, just like lively little terrier. And just a good footballer as well. Well, you don't, you're not coming through the the youth system at Newcastle and be, being on the bench in a, for a Premier League side unless you've got something about you, have you? Yeah, but no, he was he was really good. I think he made a big difference. To be fair, he did. Um, and Sid Nelson's that energy one. as well in the midfield. Yeah, um, which maybe you know, I mean, you don't expect Jay Spearman to bring that, but he's kind of had to sort of be the dictator in the midfield, and now he had someone alongside him who could get up and down and. Was good on the ball, busy. Um, yeah, re- really impressed with him, and want to see more of him. And I'm a bit bewildered as to why we've not seen more of him before. Yeah, I bet he's Keith been injured Hill, or whatever. Keith Hill's probably thinking as well, going, "How was this kid not even getting in the squad under previous regimes?" Uh, Sid Nelson was the other one, Paul. 
Yeah. I don't know what you thought of his performance. I thought he was, yeah, he was everything that I've always thought he gives. He was, you know, he was no ahead nonsense, and He put a second off. They they had a little counter attack, and he put in a vital tackle, like a real vital yeah. tackle. Um, him and Clark, uh, Manny. Mon- we should probably touch on the fact that Manny Monte was bombed out the squad completely. So yeah. was Otis Khan. So was Paul Lewis. I think Lewis may be a little bit unlucky there, but judging on that performance, what Jack Young brought to the team today, you know, Manny Monte being bombed out is. I said like this time last year. I think it was even. I said. Manny Monte is a million-pound player, and I truly believed he was at the time. I still think he's got all the attributes there. And ever since then. But his application, mate, like, especially last week. I know last week was a disgrace from 1 to 11, but his performance, and it had been coming, it was so lazy. It was lackadaisical. Just caught a walking mistake waiting to happen. And he needed this kick up the arse. He needed to be put that team. People forget that that good run we went on at the back end of last year, that when we won them three games on the runaway, Akronson, Shrewsbury and Blackpool he was bombed out with the first two and he came back in when we played with three set halves at Blackpool yeah. like he, he he becomes like almost like too comfortable in his position and thinks he's untouchable and I'm yeah. so happy for Sid Nelson because he put in a great performance today Joe Wells played brilliantly today mate Callum McDonald right he put in a couple of blocks which were unreal he done a diving header they put a cross in across the six yard box yeah. and he done like a, a flicked back header Right, and there's one, I said at the time, there's a joke me and Nick Roberts have got. I don't know if anyone else remembers this. When Scott Wooten came on loan to us from Leeds. <laughs> yeah. Was he from Man, it was from Man United? Yeah. yeah, he came on loan. And on his debut, right, there was a cross come in. <laughs> and he, he did like a, he, he did a diving flicked header to flick it away from someone at the back post. And me and him still to this day go, Jesus, that's the best defensive header we've ever seen. And then Callum <laughs> McDonald did that today, and I went, hang on a minute, that's a contender for the Scott Wotton best defensive header ever. Yeah, that's what we call it, literally. <laughs> um, and he was outstanding today. And again, just you know, Morgan Ferrier came on, and he fucking caused mayhem for, didn't he? He was a lot, yeah. he was a handful. He, he, was, he got in behind in injury time, and the ref gave a foul for some reason against him, and he hadn't done anything. I think it was just one of them where he just, it's an easy decision to give. And then Ollie Banks came on for Jay Spearing. I thought he looked very assured. You know, he sat there in front of the back four, looked, you know, the Ollie Banks we all know he can be, spread yeah. the play well. Liam Feeney was disciplined. Everyone was disciplined today. Yeah. Scott Davis had a couple of quite easy saves to make, but he commanded his box today. He came and yeah. claimed some balls in the six-yard box. It was just the polar opposite of last week, and even the week before against Walsall. Yeah. And on top of that, it made us look again. You went, you looked at that bench, and you were like, look at the plays you haven't even made you know, can't get on the pitch. And then you look at the yeah. plays who've been bombed out altogether nice. and you just think, just can we just please this be the start of us getting our act back on together? Because um, we're now, th- again, we're three points off sixth place uh, and we are eight points off third. And as you've seen today, Newport got turned over by Oldham. Do you know what I mean? It, it's it's there, for the, t- it's there yeah. for the taking this year, this division. Yeah. I mean, after the two, the last two weeks, it needed a performance like that. It yeah. needed a result like that, and obviously to do it against Bolton makes it a little bit sweeter because, well, we all hate Bolton, don't we? Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, it needed a, a reaction, and I'm I'm, I'm really glad. I'm, I watched um, Keith Hill's pre-match interview the other day and thought he looked like a, um, a slim version of Justin Morehouse, the comedian. Yeah, you said, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have his face oh, painted oh. as a tiger? <laughs> and... Um, I was just all I could think of was Justin Morehouse when I was watching that 
that video. Um, but what he was saying was, uh, you know, he, he he wanted to put to bed. They kept asking him about XT. He's like, yeah, I mean, that was like five days ago. He wanted to move on very quickly, and he he did say that we'd had they'd had a you know a good week training. He'd seen a good reaction, this that and the other. Asked him about whether he was going to make changes. He obviously didn't want to divulge, but you could sense there was going to be some a few asses kicked. Um, and as you said last week, Manny Monte, he deserved to be out the, out of the team. Yeah, and I'm not sure whether he's a better option on the bench than George Ray. No offense to him, but um, yeah. It, it kind of it kind of sends out the right message. I wrote a piece about Pogba, um, you know, um, oh, and United not sending out the right message. It's a disgrace, the whole thing, mate. I went on my well, Patreon, mate. I went into it like that. That is yeah, a disgrace yeah. for me. Like I'm sure you'll agree, Paul. He should never play for that club again. He should be bombed yeah. out, and then he should sell him to PSG, Real, or Barcelona in January, and just get rid of him. Like but in, in in this instance with with Monte, it sends out the message that. If you're not performing and you believe the hype, because I know you listen to Mr. Hibbert on the podcast, believing you're a million pound defender. Yes, my fault, mate. Um, <laughs> like you, you're going to be out of the team, and if you want to be playing, you've got to be on, you know, on top of things all the time. And maybe he has got a little bit, you know, he, he's a little bit on easy street, and you know he's been picked week in, week out. And you mentioned that you know performances like that, you know, a, a mistake a bad performance as as bad as as last week's was for him was had been coming for a little while well he started the season and, poorly like I know we all yeah. did didn't we but the, then the Walsall game and last week were just like they like you say Paul he fully deserved to not just be dropped but to be bombed out the squad and, yeah. if he, well, and again he has to react to this doesn't he in training yeah absolutely go, yeah. I want to play again yeah. put me ideas and if, and if he doesn't then we just bomb him out in January well, yeah. we paid nothing for him, you know. If he ends up leaving in the summer, which it looks like he probably will. Do you know what? At the minute, I'd even go as far as to say, like, if we get a bid from someone for, like, under grand in, the, in January, take the money. Because, yeah. like, if, if that's the sort of performances he's going to be putting in, like he did the last two games, then say what you will about Peter Clark. Well, hopefully, you know, hopefully, all, all this we're saying, hopefully he does yeah. give the right reaction and he comes back and he shows that, you know, the, the, some of the form that... We know he's capable of because he's, uh, as we said time and time again, he's got all the attributes to yeah. be a really good centre half. He just doesn't show them um, quite consistently enough. And someone of his size and his kind of stature should be a scoring more goals, being more aggressive in the opposition penalty box. But defensively, he should be. You know, he. he Last week he got shoved off the ball so easily. More aggressive for someone who's like six foot seven and built like a brick shit house. He shouldn't be doing that. So hopefully he comes back in the you know right frame of mind. Sometimes you don't know what's going on in the background. Me and yeah, Lexi were talking about this. Like whether he's got some like, issues or I know he's got some other um, business um, opportunities and stuff, and whether that's kind of um, taking over a little ball. bit. Yeah, a little bit, but you know, um, you never know what what's going on um, in people's lives, and maybe that's something to do with it, and maybe just taking him out of the the spotlight, if you like, for whether it's one game, two games, a run of games, might do him the world of good, and he comes back refreshed, and hopefully he can put in the performances because we all we all know how good he is, um, and I f- think we're all kind of 
safely say that you know he's a good he's a good player and he's a you know an asset to the team when he's on on form. So hopefully he can show that again and and come back and and show that he's worth a place in the team. But on today's performance, you can't well, favour them, Clark and Nelson, because they were excellent in the, in the centre centre half position. All players have have bad days at the office, and all players have good runs. And the thing is, with Manny, we want we want the Manny Monthe who shepherds the ball out from the halfway line. We want the Manny <laughs> Monthe that out muscles a striker into the front row of the cop. You know, puts Ishmael Miller on the deck. That's what the Manny Monthe we want. And you know, hopefully, in an ideal world, he comes back, he fights for his place, gets his head straight, and comes back. And because we're going to need all the quality we can if we're going to make a fist of it this season. Um, we should probably get off these the negatives, and, and we really should just be. It was a fantastic performance. Corey Blacker Taylor was a menace all game. He was unlucky at the post first half. They shows they how important. Sorry, Matt. Yeah. Shows how important the player he is. Yeah. Him and Vaughan seem to be the linchpins of this team. And if they're playing and they're playing well, we seem to be a, a, a real force, especially in, going forward. Um, as you said last week, we we've offered no attacking threat whatsoever. Them two back in the team. We just look a whole different proposition altogether, and keeping those two as fit as possible. I know there's going to be a run of game, a crazy, busy run of games now coming up, but if we can keep those two as fit as possible and on the pitch for as long as possible, um, you know, our opposition teams are going to be in for you know a, a difficult afternoon. I'll tell you one thing, Paul. I'd hate to be in goal for Red Arse against James Vaughan. <laughs> if I was playing, if I was playing heads and V's with James Vaughan, I would be that guy who goes on that tenth one where whoever's in goal for the tenth goal that has to be a header. By the way, I'd be standing as far back, going, "I ain't fucking risking. I ain't putting the cross in, and I ain't fucking trying a header." Because if I'm that guy who has to withstand a red arse from James Vaughan, it's going to kill me. He fucking <laughs> hits a penalty, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. There was he a, also an excellent scored, penalty. Nearly scored an own goal, though. By the way. <laughs> it's like a back heel, wasn't it, off a corner? Um, it was. It just, just speak about the penalty. So I was watching it. Nick Roberts was here, and we had the Bolton commentary on for one reason or another. And um, Ferrier cuts inside, puts the shot in, and straight away I said, "He's fucking handballed that. He's handballed it." But the way the camera cut, right, you couldn't see what the ref had given. But I said, I said straight away to Nick, I went, "He's given a penalty." But the com- Bolton commentators were just going. They thought he'd given a corner, and they were even arguing against that. But we could see the Bolton players in the shot, like arguing with the ref. And I went yeah. to Nick. I said he's given the penalty. He said, "Look, they're arguing with the ref, and they're walking out the box. That's not a, a corner." And I was yeah. like, Nick was like, mm, "I don't know." And I said, "Wait," for, I said, "Wait for the moment the Bolton commentators realise he's given a penalty." And literally, right, bear in mind they're in the stadium. They realised. They first went, "Hang on a minute." What's he given here? As James Vaughan started his run up to score, <laughs> so like, like they, were they not in the ground? Because they 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 could see the whole thing, unlike us watching on the telly. And it was just a you know a little glorious moment of um, what what is he doing? Sticking his hand out for that? It's not going in. <coughs> you think it's going in? Just a, it's one of those things we've spoke about before where you go. It's just a, the only people in the world who do that is a professional footballer. No one playing six or seven of the mates or Sunday even does that. Only a professional footballer is like, fuck, this might be going in. I know I'll, I'll stick my hand out. I hope they don't see it. It's just fucking brain. It was that Baptiste, wasn't it? He used to play for Blackpool, like former Premier League player. Just a brain. It's the sort of thing you expect us to do, that Manny Monfey would do that. <laughs> just a I point remember, uh, who was it? I can't remember. Was it McChrystal's? 
um, a few years ago, Mark McChrystal. God. Um, we had some shite centre halves, didn't we, under that, that time? Like the I Les think Pat- it might have been for us. It might have been for Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup against Champions. Oh, when we beat them in the... Um, the one now. George Donnelly scored. Yeah. No, no, they, no. Got, sorry, George Donnelly got sent, sent off. off. Yeah. I think it was that game where the corner was going over everybody's head and he puts his hand up in the air and then balls it. Was. it. Yeah, Max Powell. I think it was him. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, it's just it's bizarre, isn't it? George Donnelly picked me up in a Delta taxi <laughs> about a year later. <laughs> I sat morning after med. I was, he picked me up from somewhere on Smith Down Road and I was like, are you fucking George Donnelly? And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh. I didn't go anymore. I, didn't, <laughs> I, just, I, I was like fucking 10 a.m. After a heavy night, and I was like, I can't be asked in this conversation. I've got, I was going to watch Tramit anyway. That was when we had like Gary Taylor Fletcher and fucking Michael Higdon, that fucking yeah, shit out place. of the team. First year in the conference. Good times. Good times, yeah. <laughs> um, so who, who would you say then, Paul? Again, great performance from all, but if you had to pick a man of the match, who I'm would you go I'm for? Going for? I'm going for, um, uh, as you said, um, between Young and Nelson, but I was really impressed by Jack Young. I think just I put McDonald's in there as well, but out of them three, yeah, definitely Jack Young stood up. Definitely the, the two who just come in from absolutely oh, yeah. nowhere. I haven't played no football whatsoever, and um, as I say, I don't know if Jack Young's been injured or yeah, where's he been, but um, looks a really good prospect and did really help our midfield. I do feel a little bit sorry for Jay Spear, and I know we we've given him a little bit of stick in there in the past, in the last few weeks, but he Oops. just seems to be kind of isolated in that the sense of midfield role a little bit. Um, I know that we've we've maybe played with a three, but the other two have always been quite attacking players. And I think somebody like Young, who's kind of up and down and busy and gets stuck in and can use the ball well as well, just helps him out um, a great deal. And you see the best of him and, and the best, you know, of uh, Jack Young was was really good today, so he would be my shout. Big, big, uh, big fan of his hair as well. Oh, like is that his natural colour? Do you think he bleaches it? <laughs> I have no idea. Someone, someone, has he got a Twitter? I forget. Is, is he even on? He must be on social. Someone ask him because um, it's a it is it's a very distinctive head of hair, isn't it? Reminds me, do you remember yeah. the Romania team all dyed their hair in France 98? <laughs> yeah. The entire team bleached blonde their hair for some reason. Yeah. And they beat England, didn't they? Fucking Jesus Christ. Mm. Take me back to France 98, Paul. The glory yeah. days. Well, I think the the reason they did that was it was the first time they'd qualified for the knockout stages or something. Well, Paul, um, Possibly. I just want to say no, you're be. wrong because they qualified for the knockout stages in 1990. In the, when, in the second round, yes, on penalty kicks. Yeah. There was, there was there was a, a there was a reason. I, I think it was in support of one of the players. Yeah. I think wasn't it? Anyway, something like that. You're listening to the Romania podcast. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> talking to Eli Dumitrescu and Dan Petrescu after this. So, uh, get your questions in. If you're a fan of Chelsea what or player, Spurs, by the way, he was a great player, wasn't he? Yeah, a great little player. Anyway, we digress. Right, we should jump into the tweets, eh? I guess because we've yes, had please do, Paul. loads of him. And um, some quite funny ones as well because um, if anyone who's been sort of on Twitter today, um, all the Bolton fans uh, giving it the big one before kickoff today, and then um, yeah, all gone a little bit quiet after the uh, the full time whistle. So um, <laughs> um, 
Tramway fans, as you'd expect, giving them uh, giving them grief. But yeah, let's go into the tweets. You want me to start reading them? Please do, Paul. Right, we've got Paul TRFC. Um, big shout out to Jack Young. Came in and provided exactly what we needed: energy and skill and abundance. Well done, young man. Uh, echoing my thoughts there. Uh, Will not Scouse says, "What a difference a week makes." Absolutely, hate him one week and love him the next. That's that's charming, isn't it? Um, In a nutshell, yeah. Uh, Dave Owen says, "How good was Jack Young today?" And Sid Nelson, both uh, obviously we both listen, both mentioned those uh, those two. Uh, classic charming says, "Just home from watching the Lairds game." I'm not sure what Lairds got on today, but um, absolutely buzzing with that result. Can't wait to see the goals and quest later. Big shout out to my mate Paul. Listens to the pod all the time. Hello, Paul. Uh, for keeping us updated throughout the afternoon. Well in boys, Superboy Army. Um, Nick Flynn says, apart from some pressure in the first 10 minutes, they didn't really threaten. And it was fairly comfortable. Always nice to smash that horrible lot. Absolutely agree. Uh, Dave Holmes just says, brilliant win. Let's have more of that. Agreed. We need to find that consistency, don't we? Um, Alex Mark says, missed the game today as we were out drinking. Drinking? Are you allowed to do that these days? You should know, Paul, a thing or two. Fucking how many whiskeys you had today? (laughs) I've seen the empties outside your house. I counted 82 bottles of JD. (laughs) That's a week's worth, isn't it? Anyway, uh, Alex uh, goes on to say, happy to miss the game if we win 3 0. Um, Up the day drinking substantial cheese and ham toasty eating whites. Uh, glad you've enjoyed your uh, your afternoon, though, Alex. Uh, Rob Brand says excellent response from Ex- from Exeter. Presume from the Exeter performance from last week. Um, another three points onwards and upwards. Merry Christmas and a happy New Year to Matt, Paul, the staff, players, and all of the Super White Army. Yeah, um, but we will be back in between. I, well, I imagine we'll do some pods over Christmas with the. Busy fixtures, Chris Boxing like, and stuff. Like we'll, 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 we'll talk about that a bit later. Uh, Leslie Murray uh, watched it with a red and a blue, regardless of the Liverpool score or what happens with Everton later. I am definitely the happiest. What do we think of Bolton? Laughing emoji. Uh, Merry Christmas all, and thanks for some great podcasts over the year. You're Paul, very welcome, Leslie. Can I, again, right, I'm not having a dig, I'm not having a go. You have come in for some criticism in the past for eating a cottage pie live on air, correct? Yeah. Is that your washing machine I can hear in the background? <laughs> yes, it is. Absolutely unbelievable. Folks, I mean, this, this is what I'm working with, folks. <laughs> this level of arrogance and ignorance. This guy. I mean, drank- in my defence, I didn't put the washing machine on. Paul, that's. Come on, you loaded the gun. I, I knew fired- when we were going to be recording. But obviously, you know, somebody knows better. Paul, like, just because <laughs> you did that doesn't mean that you're not an accessory to this. <laughs> it's nearly finished. Oh, has it? Yeah, so it's in that it's in that mental stage where it starts <laughs> wobbling and going metal. Yeah, it's it's basically bouncing around the kitchen. As what we is speak. with washing machines these days? I was genuinely speaking about this. My mates on Zoom last night going, because one of my mates was in his kitchen and the washing machine was on. Excuse me. I went By the way, you can only hear that because I'm using this brand new microphone that I've finally got set up. Your argument is that the only reason we can hear your washing machine is because your mic is so good at picking up the sound of the washing machine. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Listen, right, 
he's bragging about just because he's until, got so until, until I can I can find space to put uh, to get myself a desk uh, in the spare <laughs> room. This is as good as it's going to get. You're sat on top of the washing machine doing this, <laughs> like Vic Reeves. There's a if you get that reference, please give us a t- tweet at Matt Hibbert just saying I got that Vic Reeves reference because fucking hell, it's Nick Roberts will love that. He loves a niche reference. Yeah, good track, wasn't it, Paul? It was very good, very good. Right, let's move on. Tweets. Uh, Carry on. Southwest Tramia says solid performance today, fully deserved. Great bounce back. Hats off to Mister Hill. We should say very brave to do what he did and drop those two players. Yeah, uh, bring in two players who had come out, come in completely out of the blue. Um, but obviously, fully justified given the result and the performance. Uh, Stephen Savage says Mark's improvement on the last few weeks. Never in doubt when we went in front. Only way we'll get out of this division is by going to the National League. Um, we couldn't be happy with one goal and had to be selfish. Eh? Not entirely sure what he's on about that, but anyway. Um, thank you for the comment, uh, Steve. Uh, Jerry Davis just says uh, needs six points against Bradford and Barrow. Well, yeah, that would be nice. Tom Lewis okay. says, um, I think that's a reply to an earlier tweet. I'm going backwards, which is probably my fault. Anyway, Jesus Christ. Uh, Again, Paul, how much you can tell me how many of you had? I've not touched a drop today. Well, I can smell it. My mic, it's got smells in the fridge. Oh, well, for well, me, uh, takeaway, which should be here any minute, by the way. But oh, yeah. uh, let's crack what on with the sweets. Tom Lewis, I've ordered a pizza. Ooh, lovely. Uh, right, Tom Lewis says uh, it's Sid's shirt now. Happy to see Manny leave in January. Fantastic performance today. What a great Christmas present from the Whites. Credit to all. Kyle Ward says this was beautiful. That is all I have to say. P.S. Have a good Christmas, lads. Up the fucking tram here. Happy Christmas to you too, Kyle. SWA 1981 says we have an embarrassment of riches in our squad and the players that came in did great. Showed why we should be challenging for promotion, but why we still need to find that consistency. Another big game next weekend. James Venner says, made up with that result. What a difference a week makes. Fair play to Keith Hill and the management team. We needed to bounce back after two defeats. The changes they made were bold and brave, but it paid off. Tramir Times says, bet that Fogden and his nose didn't see that one coming. By the way, anybody who criticises Scotty after that needs to give their head a wobble. Um, yeah, I can't believe I've mentioned that Fogden again on the on this podcast. So I'm not giving him airtime time anymore. Right, uh, Ryan Ward says, nothing better than ruining a, a Bolton fan's Christmas. Give Sid Nelson the keys to Birkenhead. Uh, the Cockney White, what do we think of Bolton? Uh, <laughs> the laughing emoji. Martin Darko says, Bolton have gone from giving it the big one to don't care about Tramia Mood. Ha, ha, ha. Take that, you pricks. His words, not mine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Bristow says, great performance today against the shite. Young look very good. Nice to see Ferrier get some minutes too. Up the fucking whites. Christmas isn't cancelled, thank fuck. Um, Pete Brown says, Baltimore like us on a bad day at times. Deserved a win, but felt like more like a 1-2 game than a 0-3. Only felt truly comfortable at 0-3. Uh, we still look uncomfortable when teams run at us, and we got lucky with a ton, uh, ton of balls across the box. Young was really good. Good turnaround. Uh, Forza Aki says, Keith Hill out. 
Tom Davies says, how good was Jack Young? An extra proper midfielder in there made all the difference. Completely agree, Tom. Um, um, you see how I passed uh, quicker over that thought to Aki. Don't know what he's talking about there. Um, Richard Parry says, fantastic team performance. Just hope Jay Spearman isn't a long-term injury. Obviously came off at Oli Banks, so yeah, we. Yeah. it's not too bad as well. It didn't look too bad, did it? But you, you hope it's a precaution, don't you? Yeah, and when you've got somebody on the bench who can come in and do a similar type of job, then it's not worth taking the risk. No. Um, Alistair Barrett says, great to get back to winning ways, especially against them. Uh, Benjamin Marsh says, it was uh, just simple today, no nonsense at the back, work hard in midfield, to close them down to win the ball back. Don't give the ball away cheaply. Simple. Uh, Darren Mogridge says, one week awful, next week amazing. What's happening next week? 2021 promotion, question mark. Royzer808 says, brilliant, shame we weren't there, but still a great feeling for Saturday night. Absolutely agree, would have been mental in that way and um, had we been there today. Ryan McKenzie says, lads who came in with quality, Young and Nelson making very strong claims for regular starts, all-round professional, solid performance. Hope Jay's injury isn't too bad. Up the fucking whites. Um... Phil at Gid Sentinel, um, we pass on our best wishes to all the family. Good to see um, ringing the bell, in the, ringing the bell in the hospital yesterday. So, um, yeah, all our best uh, best wishes to you and the family, Phil. He just says yes, yes, yes. A few s's on the end. Uh, what a fucking weekend! Key feels super white, and he fucking hates Bolton. Ha ha ha! Um, yeah, echo that. Um, Will Charlton just says up the whites Will Gilbert just says uh, Nathan Hepke says cans also Jack Young man of the match Rob Denman says happy Christmas and to you Rob superb result today Jack Young coming in made a massive difference gave us that up, extra option of a pass always available and always on the move Rides and Nelson added some solidity as well onwards and upwards in 2021 fingers crossed Jonathan Gregory says we've learned a lot from this match, but one thing is clear. It's a bit silly to call for a manager to be sacked after two defeats. Credit to Keith Hill and the players. Let's hope those quick to criticise are also quick to praise. Indeed. And we did criticise last week, and we have been very praiseful um, yeah, today. I think we've been fair. Yeah. Uh, Rob Tyler says, get the fuck in. Um, what a performance. Jack Young and Sid Nelson outstanding. Stepped up when they had to. Where was that performance last week? Indeed, that's that's where we all get frustrated, isn't it? Um, on to Bradford. Well played, boys. Uh, Matt15y on Twitter says, uh, lovely well-seasoned win. Jack Young man of the match, but every single one of the players played well. Hopefully, Spearing's injury isn't too serious. There's my, uh, oh, there's my delivery man. Live takeaway. Can you believe this, everyone? <laughs> Just when you ben, think he can't go ben Hughes, ben Hughes says <laughs> solid performance. Yeah, the only disappointment is Spearing only getting um, going off injured. Hopefully, not too serious. Sid Nelson was solid again. Young uh, was superb, but my man had a match. Daniel Clausen says, What result? Christmas has come early. Young, superb, solid performance all round. Getting there. Uh, we've got lots more to read. <laughs> well, 
I mean, at what point do I have to step in and say, enough's enough? You you were late on this call, by the way. Paul, let That's me tell you something. Saying. Oh. And to be fair, the delivery drivers come 15 minutes before they were due to. This is passing the book. He's passing the book. But I'm, I'm going to carry on like a true professional that I am. Um, SD21 says, <laughs> how Jekyll and Hyde are we this season? For how bad we were last week, we were really good this week. Great response. Weathered spells of Bolton dominance in the first 20. Jack Young, a surprise inclusion, but was superb. Thanks for the pods and have a great Christmas. Thank you very much. And to you. Uh, Dan TRFC, who has um, changed his uh, Twitter handle once again. Um, he just his, his name this week is Wanky Wanky. Uh, so it's gone from promotion 2021 to key fill out to oh wanky wanky there we go um, and he's just put oh wanky wanky you can continue on the podcast <laughs> you know what he's a turn coat and he's proud of it and you know what you got to respect that <laughs> I do respect it yeah uh, Marty James says yummies cans the lot up the fucking Shamia oh your evening's going to be amazing, eh? I've already, uh, I've already thought ahead. I've got me cherry coke ready, and I've got, all I've thought about this week is this Donna kebab. And like now, a three 0 win away at Bolton. Honestly, this Donna kebab could give me food poisoning. I don't care. <laughs> uh, Fletch says, "Happy Saturday. Enjoy your yummies." Oh. Super white army, get the fuck in. Top man. Guy Fagan says, "We've got to read this like a Norwegian commentator." So I don't know if you want to do this or whether I should offend any Norwegian listeners we have. Well, Paul, you've offended enough people with your washing machine, <laughs> your, your pizzas arriving and everything else, so you should probably just carry on this week. Okay, right. <clears throat> Peter Kay, Vernon Kay, Fred Dibner, Paddy McGuinness, your boys took one hell of a beating. It didn't sound particularly Norwegian, but you know, no, it didn't. But you know, yeah. Rob Tyler says, "Well, looking forward to uh, this is Shami podcast this evening. Should be a fun one. Um, I hope. Well, we hope so. Depends if you like uh, delivery drivers knocking at the door and washing machines. I guess big fan of both. But but yeah, that's." that's all the tweets, I think. Unless I refresh like the page, going. that can't be a washing machine. That is the like washing a, machine. It sounds like the, an old-fashioned kettle on the yeah, fucking, on the hob. It's on the last uh, the last kind of spins. It's it's man on the washing machine. <laughs> um, Rob Davis has just tweeted. Um, do you remember the um, Harvey Enfield sketch with the young man? Yeah. Um, He's, he's just posted a gif of that with the Jack. Harry Enfield and uh, yep, Paul like Whitehouse. Um, so yeah, that was uh, in reply to the uh, to a post about Jack Young. So yeah, that's all the tweets. Thank you ever so much for everyone getting in touch. Again, we've been so many tweets coming in, been fantastic, and obviously a lot more cheerful than uh, <laughs> than last week. But um, yeah, superb. Excellent can't, performance. I like, can't stress uh, enough, Paul, that like how after the last two weeks' performances, certainly whilst all game was, was a we thought a bad day at the office. Last week at Exeter was as bad as we've been in years, quite frankly. Yeah. To come back with a performance like that with a wholesale changes to the team and the squad in general 
And to put in a performance like that from, from you know, 1 to 11, from Scotty Davis to Vaughan, to the lads who came on, it, like, it shows a hell of a lot of character. And I know we're still 13th, you know, slap bang mid-table, three points off the playoffs. We just, we need to just be consistent now. We yeah, cannot so. afford to turn in performances like Walsall at home and Exeter away. Speaking of Walsall, by the way, they've now won the last four and they're unbeaten in the last five. So they're no fucking mugs. They're flying at the minute, like really flying. They're in the sort of form we were three weeks ago. Mm. It's two, saying like it's two big games over Christmas, isn't it? But Bradford and Barrow. Um, they both won today. Both their first wins in five games for both of them. They're still both right down there, but you'd hope, you know, it's, especially in front of the fans, it would be nice, wouldn't it, to get a win in front of the fans on Boxing Day. Yeah. And then Barrow, we, anyone who's ever been to Barrow, mate, it's a, not a nice place to go, is it, at the best <laughs> of times, let alone in fucking the arse end of December, start of January. <laughs> like, I can't think of a worse place to go, to be honest. No. Um, so I'll be glad that I'll be watching that, with the fire on in my front room, but a, a really big performance today. And like, I think hopefully like I, I speak for, I don't like to, but I, my opinion on this is, you know, speak on behalf of the majority of the super white army. When I say I fucking hate bottom wanderers. And <laughs> that was a sweet, yeah. honestly, I, 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 I cannot stand Sam Allardyce. I can't stand the man. He's, he's arrogant. How is he still in work, by the way? Oh, he's a fucking All prick. All the shit my head. He's best mates with Keezy and like, Greg, two other fucking uh, wankers. Like, go and live in Qatar. Your man is... Oh, the managerial merry-go-round, and he's always on it. Um, yeah, he fucking owns it, mate. And after, um, you know, Billich gets a brilliant win at Man City. Point, um, point, Paul. A point, sorry. Or a great result. Um, and he gets fired and Allardyce is brought in because he's, you know, the supreme firefighter and he's going to keep him up. Well, I apologise to Baggies fans and uh, I do know a couple, but so I, maybe go down, to be honest. Exactly the same, Paul. I said, I, I quite like West Brom. I, I, I think do like the Hawthorns as well. It's good, yeah, it's good highest, highest ground in the country, isn't it? Yeah, um, but... Got no, I, time, I, no time for him whatsoever. No, especially I, everything that's that's gone on and everything he's done in the last. You know uh, the thing with the the shake and everything when he was in one manager. It's just like, so so stupid. Just, just brushed off. Like he should never have been the England manager in the first place. What a grim situation. We he will always he will always get a job. Yeah, and no matter what happens, or it's, it's just it's the the bad the bad sign of football is that you've got all these good young coaches coming through and doing the badges and the pro licence and uh, he's still getting jobs I mean, it's unbelievable really but that's a, a, a run for another day probably yeah well hopefully Paul like I say hopefully West Brom get, don't win a fucking get a single point now from the end of the season and finally people see him for the fucking prick that he is just arrogant ignorant man got no time for him he never ever gives the opposition credit he always is excuse after excuse. I wish John Aldridge had headbutted him in the year 2000, to be honest. <laughs> and I guarantee now, if, Here it is. Like if, if a couple of games are sure, I'd back fucking Aldo 100% to smash his head in. Can't stand him. Don't like them. I wasn't there in 91, but I, I'm fully aware of what happened after we beat them in the playoff final at Wembley. There was innocent people, families with children, were set upon by Bolton fans. And you can say what you want, but like it's, you know, there's always going to be trouble at games, especially games where there's a bit of rivalry. But I've got no time for that. And I remember yeah. last year after they turned us over, quite quite rightly, they turned us over last year at their place. It was a horrible game, wasn't it? We got battered by them. It was a real low point last season. But yeah. after the game, a load of their, their fucking fans 
like gave it the big and they were trying to intimidate families at the train station and like yeah. in the car park after and they found their way to the train station and a load of tramia fellas absolutely smashed their heads in and i'm not one for violence in any walk of life you know it's a last resort but if you're walking around after a game giving it the big and then be prepared to fucking you know fight and they got let me tell you paul they got fucking flattened these bottom boys and you know that's what happens mate live by the sword die by the sword and um, I'm glad that on the pitch today we fucking flattered them. All I can think is, Paul, can you imagine that away in today if we'd have been yeah. there? Oh, God. That's the only thing that was making me... You should just point out we don't sense. condone violence. Well, Paul, I don't know. <laughs> if you carry on with... If that washing machine had carried on for a little bit longer, I would have been driving around <laughs> to your gated, gated community and having some serious words with Mr. Bosch or Mr. Samsung. I don't know what brand of washing machine. Your other, you know, other brands are available. Hot yeah. point for one. There you go. Yeah. Um, go on, Paul. I'll let you go and um, scrounge your pizza, and I'm going to get down to Yummies and get my donna. Um, happy Christmas. Before we go, yeah. Happy Christmas to everyone, and thank you very much for listening. As we yeah. said a couple of weeks ago, figures are really good for these, so we're happy to uh, produce them as long as you enjoy listening to them, and it seems that you are. We get getting some really nice messages, good feedback and stuff, so um, I guess we'll meet again after Boxing Day but for now yeah. have yourselves a great Christmas as best as possible given the yeah. obviously the circumstances and stuff and just uh, literally haven't you halfway through our game changed the things Paul like so our yeah. plan Tash Town's supposed to be coming up there in Buckinghamshire they are now they're a tier four and they've been told yeah. you can't leave and they've said they can't now it's fucking poor Tash is in tears she hasn't seen her parents in months you know we've already we've spent you know we've planned everything bought stuff yeah. We spent like you know, it's expensive. We spent like three hundred pounds on like food and drink and plan everything, and now yeah. they're saying they can't come. We're, you know, we're trying to convince them otherwise. We'll go and get a test if need be. Do you know what I mean? They're not going to interrupt. Yeah. It's just fucking shit, mate. But again, that's for another podcast. Yeah. Um, we should say big shout to the Tramway Rovers Supporters Club, our official yeah. um, sponsors. Their retro shirts, the ninety three, ninety four um, classic blue and green diagonal shoulder stripes is now available. It looks like a great one. I wish yeah. I'd ordered one. I think there is going to be some for sale, isn't there? Yeah. So I might have to delve into my, um, delve into the depths of my bank account to get one because I, I need to get one. Like, Use the page for money. What? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. Doing great work and they do look good. So um, I'm sure everyone who has picked theirs up are really pleased with them. So yeah, carry on the uh, the good work. Enjoy it. to anyone who's going the game, Boxing Day. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Um, yeah. Take a hip yeah, mask. We're we're gutted that we can't be there, but um, cheer, give them a cheer for us. And um, yeah, we'll be back after the, uh, the after the Bradford game. Hopefully, dissects in another emphatic victory. But maybe before who, who I don't know if, if we can get if we get half an hour an hour in the last few days, we could do a Christmas special. Don't know what we do. Um, we'll yeah, well, see. see. Yeah. Now. So um, maybe, yeah, maybe do something, couldn't maybe we? Christmas, an hour of an afternoon. Busy working in a school. School yeah. holidays. We'll say, well, Paul, why don't you go and visit Jake? Um, just <laughs> you know, what you know, sneak a microphone in on well, the phone. Well, fucking hell, I don't know. If you can fit that in there, then good luck to you. <laughs> well, I know a man who can. Amen to that. <laughs> right Paul go and um, go and enjoy your pizza it's probably getting cold Get and take the washing out as well don't leave it in the, the washing machine It'll, it gets uh, really damp otherwise yeah I know get yeah. a nightmare in it 
So, yeah, we'll be back, if not with a Christmas special. We'll definitely be back uh, with a post-match after the Bradford game on Boxing Sunday. Um, from everyone here, myself, Paul, Jake, at Lisha Trammer on Twitter, at Mighty Bot on Twitter, at Paul Harper 82 at Jake Keogh, double H, get in touch. Uh, we wish you all a happy Christmas, as happy as it can be, um, and we will see you back here on Boxing Day. Well, it's not technically Boxing Day, it's just December the 26th, because it's a bank holiday, but fucking, I'm still calling it Boxing Day anyway. Boxing yeah, Day, Bradford this... at home. A great 3-0 win today, away at the old enemy, Bottom Wanderers, wanky Wanderers. Go and enjoy your pizza, Paul. I'm off to Yummy's for me, Donna. Happy Christmas. Up the fucking tram, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>